You're listening to the Big Reviewski on Joe with Chicago Town. Pizza? Yeah, we go to town on it. Hello and welcome to the Big Review Ski with Chicago Town Pizza. My name's Owen, there's Rory, and as you can see, we are full of festive frivolity today, and it's flipping fantastic. Rory, where can I get your jumper? I want it, and I want it now, please. Uh, It's the only one in the whole world. I actually came back from the future uh, and and, and brought this with me. It's the only thing. I could have brought an almanac that could have helped me become a billionaire, but this jumper just really, really stood out, so... Sorry. No, it's fine. You definitely made the correct decision there as opposed to going for like unlimited wealth. One Mm. jumper was definitely uh, the correct shout. What do you think of my amazing outfit? I don't know if you can see it. I know it looks like a sideways glittery dicky bow. All you know, they all look different. But look, it's actually very festive underneath. Uh, You see? see? Mm. It's a Christmas tie. (sighs) It is a Christmas tie. I, I'm realizing I'm looking way more formal than you. But if you fancy swapping after the show, uh, just let me know. No. No. Okay, fair enough. Tis the season for lots of amazing movie and TV show recommendations. And we do have a super selection coming up for you on today's episode of The Big Review Ski. As well as that, we also have a one-for-all 200 euro voucher courtesy of our good friends over at Chicago Town Pizza to give away. So if you're in the run-up to Christmas thinking about that special somebody and you want to get them that special something, then this is your opportunity to do that. All you have to do is head over to joe.ie to be able to chance of winning that competition. And Rory, in a completely hypothetical scenario, mm. if you were to win that voucher yeah. and I was your special someone and for legal reasons, Oof. we have to point out that you can't win that voucher and I am not your special someone. <laughs> but hypothetically, if that was the case, what would you actually get me? Say the jumper, please. <sighs> I'd get you a cheap knockoff of this jumper just so <laughs> mean- people can see it and go, that's a nice jumper. And then they see my jumper and go, oh, that's a really nice jumper. There's always a selfish catch, uh, yeah. but that's completely understandable. That's all good. Now, normally at this point of the show, we go through our movie news and any of the streaming platforms, they always like to make a big song and dance about the releases. And like just in the last few days alone, we have had the release of all eight Harry Potter movies have landed on Now and Sky. So that's going to be the perfect watch uh, for Christmas. That should eat up about one day <laughs> over Christmas, essentially. But Rory, I know you're a Harry Potter fan, but can you remember the eight Harry Potter films off the top of your head? You're a film expert after all. Jeez. Uh, Philosopher's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, mm-hmm. Prisoner of Azkaban, Goblet of Fire, Half-Blood Prince, The Two Deathly Hallows, and Order of the Phoenix? Yeah, we will say anything about the order of the movies, but those all are 100% correct. But they normally shout about those things, but every so often, people like Netflix and Amazon Prime Video, they keep things under wraps and they quietly add uh, some amazing classic and class films. I'm going to whisper for this bit. So they did this just in the past week, but we've picked out eight of our favorite movies Mm. that they've quietly added. To Netflix and Prime Video. So here goes. Add all of these to your watch list, please. Up first, we have End of Watch on Netflix. We also have Nanny McPhee, Detective Pikachu. Those three are all available to watch with your Netflix subscription. And on Prime Video, we have The Prestige, Seven, Crazy Stupid Love, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, 
and The Wedding Singer. So some amazing films there. Uh, correct, Rory? Yeah, yeah. Like, we're in Christmas season, December, so now is the the perfect time to watch Seven and The Girl with the Dragon <laughs> Tattoo. Yeah, just to really get into that uh, mm. warm and fuzzy feeling. Did I ever tell you I went to see The Wedding Singer four times in the cinema, um, all because of a girl and just trying to win her over on multiple dates. So I thought it would be a good idea to go and see that film uh, a whopping four times. So um never worked out, but ah, well, you should still watch the film. Yeah, just the once, though. Enough about my terrible love life, though. And you never know, I may go and see this next film once or four times in the cinema. What is our big release this week, Rory? Yeah, this week's uh, one and only big release is Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, which is unrelated to the Mila Jovovich. What's the word when it's six, but not a trilogy? It's not sixology. <laughs> Septology? No, si- sixology? Let's, Let's go, go with, with sixology. sixology. But uh, mm-hmm. so it's not related to those movies. Um, it does attempt to adapt the plot of the first three Resident Evil games, which I think is clever because some games just don't have enough plot to warrant an entire movie. So they've smushed the first three together. It's got a pretty good cast. Guys, uh, Scott Delario, who was in Crawl, and Tom Hopper, and Leon S. Kennedy is played by Avan Yogya. Uh, like all the characters from uh, the games that you absolutely love are well portrayed here. The look of Raccoon City is good. The problem is for a zombie movie, it is not scary in the slightest, which is, you know, fundamentally a bit of an issue with a horror movie. You, you just really wish the writer-director had hadn't paid as much attention to trying to you know really adapt the games and make it feel true to the source material and given us a couple of really good scares because I know it's December and it's you know festive and blah 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 but this could have been like they had the making of being maybe the best video game adaptation because it has the cast that has everything in place and it just is let down by the by the lack of scary stuff which I know you'll be quite happy about own because non-scary scary movies are, are your bag why are you back here claire your conspiracies weren't true when we were kids they're not true now we need to expose umbrella watch this i'm afraid claire i'm afraid of what they're gonna do to this town you see umbrella they have an incident i'm talking chernobyl if you know what i mean people are getting sick both as a gamer and as a, you know, massive horror fan. Yeah, I'm delighted to hear that this is coming in in the, the kind of the not so scary category. To be fair, you want every single film you've ever seen, like Enchanted or whatever magical Disney film has been made. You're like, it just it could have been scarier anyway. So that's your that's your go to. But um, no, listen, if you're recommending this as a as an actual proper uh, Resident Evil fan and film fan, then as well, then it's brilliant to hear like fans of the of the game are absolutely going to love it. Yeah. Well, plus like Enchanted is kind of scary. So, it, like Susan Sarandon at that bit with the dragon, everything is absolutely terrifying. Yeah, no, so thank that you. is uh, that is fair enough. That's our one big release this week, and our one big trailer that we're very excited about. And I love the look of this. It's a brand new Netflix show coming in February 2022 
called Inventing Anna. Now, there's a lot of quality behind this. You have Julia Garner playing the lead, uh, Anna Delvey. Uh, so people would know her from uh, as Ruth Langmore in Ozark. Plus, behind the scenes, making the actual show, you have Shonda Rhimes, who is uh, owns the Shondaland production company, and they made uh, things like Scandal, but also Bridgerton, you know, that small under-the-radar uh, Netflix series as well. So you've got loads of really good people involved in this. It's based on a true crime story. So already you've got loads of people hooked. And one of my favorite parts about true crime documentaries is whenever they do the reconstruction part of it. So this is like a really stylish reconstruction of the crimes and cons of this girl called Anna Delvey, played by Julia Garner. And basically she was a New York socialite. Everybody loved her. And then she ended up fleecing people for millions of dollars, jewelry, uh, just everything because they all believed that she was this massively rich uh, German heiress, whereas actually she pretty much had nothing and she was just really good at pretending that she was somebody else. So if you love things like Catch Me If You Can or those really stylish shows that we mentioned, uh, then be sure to catch this whenever it's released uh, next February. But here's a wee sneak peek for starters. Who is this person? Who the hell is Anna Delvey? Real hot girl shit. I might have a story. It's an incredibly packed week for home releases. Uh, so, Roy, up first, we have The Last Jewel. Ridley Scott, he just, he's never out of the news. He's never out of our mouths. Isn't that right? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, was it just like two minutes ago we were talking about House of Gucci? Uh, and Last Jewel, I think, it, it, you know, it, the, the idea of time, I feel like it only came out yesterday, but I guess not. I guess it was a few months ago. But it is landing on Disney Plus this week. It is the reason why Matt Damon was in Ireland during lockdown last year. It's a period drama thriller with Damon, Ben Affleck, Adam Driver, and Jodie Comer. It's it's kind of slept on. Like it, it tanked at the box office, but I do genuinely think it was a very good film. It just it arrived at the wrong time. Uh, but now that it's on Disney Plus, you can watch it whenever you want. So anytime's the right time. Uh, I do highly recommend it. My father told me my life would be blessed with good fortune. I'm married. I was a good wife. And then was judged and shamed by my country. Yeah, and Ridley be over the moon as well because all those pesky millennials, they won't be annoying them now on their phones whenever they're sitting mm. at home watching it there uh, instead. Our other release this week is coming up on Disney Plus as well. All eight episodes of it are landing on Disney Plus the 1st of December. It is a brand new show called Devs. Now, it has been airing in the States, getting really good reviews already, but it's arriving in Ireland and the UK this week. Now, when I first heard about this, um, I thought because it stars Nick Offerman and he's kind of the head of this mysterious and sinister computer company automatically assumed it was a comedy, especially because he looks like some kind of messianic Jesus figure. But um, it's actually from the brain of Alex Garland. Uh, he's the brilliant mind behind uh, books like The Beach or screenplays like Sunshine 28 Days Later. Plus, he also directed 
ex machina and annihilation so it's a real feel for as i said this real sinister uh sci-fi where everything feels lovely and wonderful but you know there's just something nasty underneath so as i said coming to uh disney plus uh, this week so come for nick offerman and stay for the crippling anxiety your company didn't just take the lead in the quantum computer race you demolished your competitors whoa they have nothing you have everything and i have questions what are you working on in the section of your company known as devs also this week maybe causing a little bit of anxiety is Chucky, which is arriving on now, um, it shockingly has 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, I think, which I think is the highest score of anything from the Child's Play slash Chucky series or franchise. It is a TV show. It's set in the modern day. Uh, it's trying to not exactly reboot the idea of a serial killer that uh, puts its soul into the incredibly creepy Chucky doll. Like... The marketing, whoever designed the Chucky doll in like in the world of the movie or the, the show, who thought anyone was going to buy that in their right mind? Like, that's, no. But it's the original voice cast uh, back uh, being super duper creepy as Chucky. It's super violent. Apparently, it's very funny, very topical, very intelligent. All these things I would never thought I would be using uh, to describe Child's Play or Chucky, but here we are. So if you love horror... Uh, and you always enjoyed like the Charles Play Chucky stuff. The new series is on now this week. Where'd you get this? I have no idea. 20 bucks sound fair? This creepy doll just creeps me the hell out. Me too. Hi, I'm Chucky. Hello? Yeah, I'm calling you about the doll. What? Be very careful with that doll. What are you talking about? Have you checked his batteries? Now, I know you've got absolutely loads of movies and TV shows uh, to get through, but and loads of recommendations to check out as well. But we really, really, really highly, highly, highly recommend The Power of the Dog coming to Netflix. Uh, it's actually available on Netflix right now. Starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Jesse Plemons and Kirsten Dunst. It tells the story of two brothers. Uh, they're ranchers in Montana in 1925. And it's the story of Kirsten Dunst and how she kind of comes between the two brothers. And also uh, how her son comes into the mix as well, played by Cody Smith-McPhee. So a really brilliant cast uh, in the brand new film from Jane Campion. And... You know, it's no surprise that with a cast like that, that there's loads of Oscar buzz around this movie. But as well as that, people are saying that it's actually Benedict Cumberbatch's greatest ever performance. And if you've seen Zoolander 2, you know that is high praise <laughs> indeed. But brand new on Netflix, definitely, definitely watch this film. 25 years since our first run together. 1900 and nothing. It's a long time. What you doing? Getting mixed up with her. You are marvelous, Rose. We were married someday. And something completely different that maybe isn't going to get any Oscar buzz, but deserves it, uh, is Godzilla versus Kong. We had Godzillas, and we had Kongs, and now it's Godzilla versus Kongs, and there's, uh, there's humans in it, but who cares? Uh, there's a plot, maybe? Mm. But the most important thing is that there are tall buildings and uh, monsters that knock them over for two hours. And if that doesn't, if that isn't the Christmas spirit, I don't, I just don't know what it is. 
This is our only chance. We have to take it. We need Kong. The world needs him. To stop what's coming. Yeah, an incredibly festive and violent lineup this week. You're welcome, everybody. Those are the best of the home releases. And now it's time for Pete's in a movie. And Rory, when it came to this section last week, I actually pitied you. I laughed at you because you did what I did and you went full on desperate mode and ended up picking Jingle all the way uh, in some kind of like kind of cheap bid just to get no. uh, people won over with um, with the Christmas side of things. Now, I thought I had the whole thing cleared up because it was like 30th anniversary, Beauty and the Beast. Nobody is not going uh, to vote for that movie. But if we can, instead of our drum roll this week, please, to reveal the results of our poll, can we actually get some Jingle Bells, if that's all right? Ooh, that's good. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Although incredibly depressing for me, I have lost lost this week's poll um unfortunately i got let me just double check the score here it's 46 percent for beauty and the beast and 54 yeah. percent for arnie chasing down turbo man in jingle all the way so it looks like desperation paid off Rory. well done no no now let's not get this twisted two things one uh jingle all the way is a, is a terrible film and i picked it out of spite to prove the fact that your awful awful deck the halls win from two weeks ago, proves that this system is broken. So all we need to do is just like, really just dig. Like if you want, I don't want to win this anymore. It, it's gone to the point now where I'm just like, did you know this good film is out? You should watch the good film. Um, because these people, they just, these viewers, I have questions for you all. <laughs> <laughs> these people there are wonderful listeners and viewers and some of them aren't wonderful I, they're picking they're picking terrible films to win so i uh like some of them are great some of you are great but the other ones and you know who i'm talking to you you've got some stuff to to answer well they're all voting for me but what are you choosing this week for pizza in a movie well since it is uh the first week of december I thought I would mix it up a bit and go with a Christmas movie, but I've gone with a really good one. Uh, maybe one of my favorites. I actually looked for Batman Returns, but it's not available on any streaming service at the moment, which is a real kick to the mistletoe. But uh, I'm going with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is Shane Black's fantastic dark comedy mystery thriller with Robert Downey Jr. Uh, and Val Kilmer. It's so funny. It's so witty and, and clever. And the plot is a full-on old-school murder mystery, all set at Christmas. Harry was a small-time crook. Oh, boy. Till he opened the door. Oh, no, no. We're not ready for your audition. Just take him. He's ready. You ready, right? To a really big break. Quit acting like the good guy. You got your partner killed. You killed him. What? See, this is what I'm talking about. Old school method. Give me Gabe Perry on the phone. But he'll need a real cop. Detective lessons tomorrow for your acting. Oh, you're the uh, consultant. Absolutely love this movie. Like, endlessly quotable. Endlessly rewatchable. I can't wait for it to lose to whatever awful film you've decided to pick this week. <laughs> that is a brilliant choice. Now, I think you'd be surprised now whenever, whenever you hear my choice. So you will be making yourself very comfortable for mine. But you can 
Leave Your Hat On, directed by Steven Soderbergh from 2012. This is to mark the occasion that the third film in this trilogy was announced this week, which will be called Magic Mike's Last Dance. But of course, I'm talking about uh, the Channing Tatum starring Matthew McConaughey starring Abs as far as the eye can see. Uh, it is, of course, Magic Mike, which is just uh, a brilliantly, like, I think it caught a lot of people off guard in more ways than one um, as to how good it actually was. So that is available to watch right now on Netflix. Good evening. Good you live evening. here? Yeah. Yeah? What's your name? Kim. Kim, can you move back for me, please? We keep getting complaints of noise and underage drinking. Everybody sit down, we're gonna be here for a while. You don't have anything sharp on you that I can stick myself with, do you? No. Good, because I do. If you are wearing like only your hat anyway, like we Santa hat as well with the wee jingly bell and you're absolutely <laughs> sorted. So um, that's it. That's a good lineup. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang versus uh, Magic Mike as well. But mm, so, we'll see. It's, it's going to be close. So you accused me of desperation and your, your response was to choose beefy, hunky, mostly naked men to get the vote. And I'm the desperate I, one. I yeah. know our audience incredibly well and yeah. I am relying on them uh, in a big big way yeah. uh, this week so those are our two recommendations for a pizza in a movie with Chicago Town Pizza and that's pretty much a wrap for this week's show coming up on next week's episode we have one of the most horrible families around they're completely morally corrupt and they're just awful so it's not Rory's cash and family it is of course the stars of succession so cannot wait uh, to have those guys on the show but who is our big star bye bye for this week Rory sorry for insulting your family as well oh that's okay uh, Mammy Cashin will she knows she knows how to oh, find no. you and you'll have to answer oh, to her no. so she's actually wonderful uh, yeah so t- just to celebrate this week's one and only big release we did speak to pretty much all the cast of Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City uh, you can catch all of those interviews right now up on Joe's YouTube page or the Big Reviewskies, uh, wherever you get your podcast stuff. Uh, but right now you will hear first from Kaya Scodelario and then from Robbie Amell and then from Tom Hopper and Avan Yoga because you can't do a horror movie without being asked, what is your favorite scary movie of all time? Perfect for Christmas. I love it. Oh, my favorite scary movie. What's the one with the little fairy things that were terrifying? Little fairy things? The little fairy, they were terrifying and they were there were loads of them and they Is were it all... like gremlins or crickets? Gremlins. Or... gremlins. gremlins. Oh, that that's given me nightmares since I was I watched that when I was radio. I also watched The Exorcist when at my eighth birthday party sleepover. And my mother got called into the school because all the other parents had complained about it and she got in a lot of trouble. And we traumatized a lot of kids that night. Mm, this one. Okay, so what's your second favorite scary movie? <laughs> mm, Jaws. Oh, favorite Jesus. scary movie of all time. I think Rosemary's Baby. That's a, that's a good one. my favorite scary movie of all time. I just, I'm such a sucker for psychological. I'll, I'll get a vamp while you. Get, you figured it out, Tom. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm, a su- I'm such a sucker for psychological um, uh, horror. I think there's like there's nothing more like um, skin crawling than those those films that really handle dread very well. And mm-hmm. I think Resident, uh, uh, Resident Evil, Rosemary's Baby, and Resident Evil, but Rosemary's Baby does really capture like an incredible dread. Like you never yeah. feel easy 
at any point. You feel uneasy the entirety of that film, and I, I love that. Um, now, I've talked about this before in, in the sense that it was my, the most iconic for me because it was the first one I watched. And I think purely based on what a horror movie is supposed to do to a person in that scare the living life out of them uh, would be Scream because it still sits with me today as as a, a moment in horror where I was just so deeply affected by scenes from it. You're listening to The Big Reviewski on Joe with Chicago Town. Pizza? Yeah, we go to town on it. <laughs> 